presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, a sports gambling podcast by betters for betters, connecting you with the brightest, sharpest, and most electric personalities in all the sports gambling industry. So as always, pull up a chair, open up your mind, and get ready to receive knowledge you won't find anywhere else. We can't thank you enough for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. This is Wise Words. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people joining us for season two, episode number four of the Wise Words podcast. I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and get some of the best insights and analysis on the market from some of the brightest, sharpest, and most electric names in all of the sports gaming industry. Now, my friends, speaking of electric, it has been one of those starts here to season two of the pod. We've had Yanni the Greek Corrales, we've had the legendary Kevin Walsh Jr., and most recently on episode three, we had Jeff Dawson. All three electric in their own right, and I do believe... Guest number four is just the same. Going to be a little bit of a different feel here today, but I am so excited to introduce you to uh, a man that I am honored to call friend and uh, someone who is quickly up and coming in the industry. Now, before I tell you about that guy, I got the usual other fella I need to bring in. I said it on Monday's show of the Talking the Line pod that's live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, that I was not excited to be bringing this man in. His Packers absolutely whooped the hell out of my Bears this past Sunday night, and I have uh, let him have his jab. So one final time, I will give him the opportunity, time of recording is Monday, to jab me here for this beautiful Wednesday, December the 15th, 2021. So without further ado, help me bring him in today, my friends, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend and TTL resident Southsider and cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, Armags. Magnuson. Partner, how the hell are you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm doing fantastic over here on my end of things. Uh, once again, uh, both times today, this one will come out Wednesday, but you're taking the wind out of my sails. Nice strategy that you're rocking with as far as taking the wind out of my uh, Packers gloating sales so uh credit to you for that but uh i'm doing fantastic my man uh you said it we got a little bit of a different spin on today's episode uh on top of that different spin actually someone that we made connections with uh and have been uh, you know chatting with well before this episode so i'm excited to get rocking and rolling with this one to have some nice uh nice solid energy flowing through uh from start to finish not that we haven't had that on every single one but i think you know what i'm trying to say here Oh, I do, my friend. Uh, we do have some solid energy coming from today's guest. And uh, before I bring him in, yeah, I'm glad you're recognizing that. You know, we're playing chess, not checkers <laughs> out here. Always one step of the ball game, baby. So without further ado, you're looking gorgeous over there on your oh, side thanks, of the screen, man. partner. Uh, you're more than welcome. Outside of that, anything else you need to dish out, relay, deliberate about, or banter about before I bring in the legend that is joining us for episode number four of season two of the Wise Words Pod. 
No, I think I've uh, exhausted myself the last week getting out all these jabs. So go right ahead, my friend. Thank you, sir. I certainly will. All right, my friends. Our fourth guest for season two of the Wise Words Pod is an innovator in our industry. That's right. I said innovator in our industry. And he's quickly making one hell of a name for himself in the sports gaming community. If you don't know him, I can promise you that you soon will, and I know I can speak for Mags over there in saying that we are incredibly honored to call him a friend of TTL Sports Media. He is an alumnus of the Yale University and holds a bachelor's degree in economics, so we got a big brain bigness, a business fella joining us here today. Much like your boys, he was also in corporate America. He was actually an investment banking analyst, and now he's a sports investment analyst of sorts amongst many other things. He's actually also the co-founder and CEO of Chalkboard, and I know we'll talk a lot about that, but my friends, think discord on steroids but only for sports betting i can't wait to get his perspective on his current company where it's going and everything in between but ladies and gentlemen it is my absolute pleasure as always to welcome in one of the hardest working dudes i have ever met in this industry all around incredible human being and bay area native Mr. Ted Mause. Wow. Welcome in. That, that is an intro that I am going to clip and save for the rest of time. Thank you. <laughs> that is about as good as it gets. And Colton, if I can bring you to all of my future investment pitches and you just come in and lead off with that shit. 100%. 100%. I got your back, dude. We've talked about it multiple times with multiple guests. I have found my niche in the industry. No more content, no more handicapping, <laughs> only intros for the yeah. legends that are already out there. Um, shout out if you uh, don't follow Ted on uh, Twitter or Instagram or wherever it might be. I uh, talked to him before the show. We've, like we said, we've been friends with him for a while. So I'm really excited to uh, introduce all of you guys out there with him uh, or to him rather. But I was like, man, I want to make sure I'm, I'm pronouncing this right. Is it Mouse? Is it Moe's? How do I actually say it? And he's like, it's actually Mouse. And I said, whoa, Mouse. I don't I don't want to pronounce it incorrectly. He's like, nah, you can fucking say whatever you want. I said, no, 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 no bullshit. So we even got the little uh tick above the Mouse to uh there's a you know, ah. one of them apostrophes to remind me of how proper and how much of a uh gentleman this man is that's joining us here today, as you can tell. It's it's almost impossible to butcher because I've heard it pronounced a million different ways. I think the worst was when someone called me Mr. Mouse. Oh, like oh. that's not close. You know what I mean? No. Like if there's a Z, like if there were an S, maybe Mr. Mouse, but sure. Maz, Mozzie, Ma, like Maz, you know what I mean? Like it's Yeah. Hey, Mr. Mouse, would you uh, like to partner with us on this next venture? Yeah, I can, uh, <laughs> I can definitely see that for sure. Yeah. All right, my friend. Well, hey, welcome into Wise Words. Can't wait to uh, chat with you here today about uh, your company, uh, Chalkboard, where it's going, where it was, where it's at right now, um, kind of your thoughts on the sports gaming industry in general, and uh, just kind of dive into the usual Wise Words rabbit holes. So you're quickly uh, making a name for yourself, my friend, and uh, know you've been frequenting a few shows here or there. I know they've been hitting you heavy to the core right from the jump. 
well, your good friend Colt over here ain't gonna let it happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slow it down for you just a minute. So, talk to us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about Yale. I want to know a little bit about that 2019 Elite Eight basketball game between Purdue and Virginia. I need to know about that. Sure. I also want to know a little bit uh, into corporate America, having the idea chalkboard, then moving out of corporate America, where are you where you're at now, and uh, essentially, who is Ted Mauze? Okay. Wow. We got a lot to get into there. Um, yeah, man. So first of all, I, I typically don't even name drop Yale anymore because that's, I mean, that, that's a four letter word that opens doors, but sure. I, like the social context of it isn't, isn't what I would always love it to be. So I always say I went to school in Connecticut, but yes, I went to <laughs> Yale. I played soccer there. Um, I grew up in California. And so to make that cross country trip, um, I visited Yale for the first time in the winter and I was like, holy shit, is it cold, right? You know what I mean? It was like the first time that I'd ever really experienced snow on the street um, that I wasn't like on vacation, like up at a ski mountain. Mm -hmm. um, but Yale was amazing, man. Like the opportunity to play a sport in college was an experience that you know, I wouldn't trade for the world, right? Mm. Socially coming in as an 18 year old and just being thrown into a group of, you know, a friend group of 18 to 22 year olds that had seen the shit, right? Like that knew which classes to take and, you know, mm. knew what to do and what not to do. Um, wouldn't trade it for the world. So played soccer for a little bit, actually got concussed, neither of which you, you guys know, um, but I got super concussed my freshman year, like knocked out twice. Well, uh, you see, you seem okay now, so I'm glad things have put themselves <laughs> back together. So, so like throughout life, like there are moments in which you like have to run a calculus and like weigh opportunity costs of going down path X or path Y. Path X for me was like, do I keep playing soccer, which I love and has this great group, and it's like it, it is like a structure to my week that I would really miss, or do I prioritize my brain, right? And like at that point, it was a hard decision, but I was you know quickly pushed into the Y channel, which is like, hey, you've got a life ahead of you. You're playing Ivy League soccer, right? Like you're not a pro. Um, and, you know, it was hard to step away from soccer. But what I'll tell you is, is life after sports and working in the sports industry, which I think you guys can relate to very, very uh, personally, is is everything that I've needed and more on the sports mm. front. I love that. I absolutely love that. I. Uh... I was thinking, uh, me and Mags were actually talking that same thing. Uh, it's funny you bring that up. It's just how important this has been to us and just how much it has advanced our lives in so many different ways to yeah. jump into the sports gaming industry. And I got a couple of questions uh, behind that coming up here in a minute, but uh, kind of carrying on with that question, uh, wrapping it all up. Tell me, uh, tell us rather just a little bit about that uh, 2019 NCAA Elite Eight game, uh, Purdue, Virginia, and uh, what got you to where we're currently sitting here, my friend? Yeah, so let me provide a little bit of context. So I, as a sports better, I started when I was 18 years old in college, right? Like a total idiot in a group chat. And that, that gets back to the chalkboard story. That's different. Um, what, what I've always loved about sports betting is the fact that I'm like average to bad, but I have an incredible time doing it. Now, the only time in which I am like actually good and exceptionally good is during the tournament. March Madness every single year. No fucking idea why that is. Like mm. I literally, you know, can flip a coin and I hit 90% of my bets in the tournament. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so in 2019, I was going on an insane run and the co-founders of Chalkboard, we had this group chat, right? We were living the product before we had it. And in the group chat, they were sick and tired of me winning bets, right? They're just tired of it because there's no process. There's no model. There's no data analytics. It is literally like pure luck at that point. And 
the Purdue game, it was Purdue, Texas Tech, right? I think that's correct. Um, and I think Purdue like absolutely shit the bed. Whatever it was, there was a moment in time when a bet that I had placed had no chance of hitting. My buddies were, you know, celebrating early in the group chat, giving me the walk around, making sure that I knew that that loss was incoming. And then they choked, right? And then I think it was Purdue or someone choked. And at that point, the group chat was just flooded with like, fuck you, Ted, like we're sick of this. <laughs> um, you know, but what I always, you know, tell my buddies is like, I'm bad 99% of the year. Let me have this one moment in March. Um, <laughs> right. My bank account cannot wait until the, the tournament comes back next year. I love it. I absolutely love it, my man. We can't, uh, we can't wait to have you in. We have a, uh, a TTL March Madness Challenge bracket. We do, uh, oh. we we do a major pot. We do half to uh, major charity, and then we do half to the winner. So we'll uh, we'll definitely include you and all the uh, CB boys in that uh, this year upcoming. But we'll have plenty more rabbit holes to dive into everything chalkboard. Shout out, see it on your shirt there. Can't wait to dive into that a little bit more. But uh, I'll yield back for a moment, partner. What do you got over there, good sir? Ted, I'm curious about this question because Colt and I deal with this uh, in certain spots over the last year or so. How, as far as if you're explaining chalkboard to someone, not someone who's in the industry like us, how do you explain it to the people who either a don't gamble, don't realize the popularity of gambling, or just flat out don't like it at all? How do you explain what you're doing to those type of people? Yeah, the, the best way to do it is, is to tell the founder story. So, so for people that don't bet on sports, when I try and tell them that I'm building a messaging product that is paired with a bet tracker, that is like you know word words to them right like they have no yeah. idea what to do with anything that i just said and so like when i'm chatting with my grandmother about chalkboard i have to like really break it down mm -hmm. uh, and so what i tell her is hey when i was in college and i was missing my buddies from home we found that sports right the same sports that we grew up playing together like literally baseball and club soccer and cyo basketball sports via sports betting was an awesome way for our group chat to stay active, right? We were talking about the games we were watching. We were talking about the bets we were placing and we found that sports betting was an insane, an insane thing to be a part of in a friend group, right? And I think you, mm -hmm. that resonates with you guys and hopefully that resonates mm -hmm. with your audience. I'm sure it does. Mm, but for my, for my grandmother, it's okay. Ted is, you know, he's, he's putting money on a sporting event with his friends because they want to talk about it. Right? They want to share an experience despite being nowhere near each other. Um, and that was, in essence, the gambling group chat. And when I say that we, we lived the product before we built it, that's what I mean. Right? We were in college in iMessage using our ESPN app, trying to like, facilitate this amazing experience. So in 2019, we're like, well, shit, like, we've been doing this forever. Like, let's, let's go productize it. Let's go build it. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's similar way of like basically starting with, hey, I do something in sports, or I talk about, you know, we do podcasting, and they're like, oh, really? And then yeah, then it's it's about gambling. It's you know, this is really popularized, and and like the biggest issue is just the people who still don't realize that not only is it not, uh, you know, you know, still unpopular, it's not sketchy at all. Like, have you had any issues as far as like people thinking there's you know, still those misconceptions as far as gambling being dangerous or anything like that. Have you had those types of issues to hurdle over? Totally. Yeah. I mean, people make comments to me all the time um, uh, about like, you know, working with the mob. And I'm like, we're in 2021, right? I'm about to be in 2022. And like those days of gambling are so far behind mm -hmm. us for most of the market. Um, 
But another another great story for you guys, and I'm sure you've had similar conversations with family members or friends or whomever it might be that didn't understand sports betting right when you guys were breaking into the space. But when I told my dad I was quitting my investment banking job after having just done four years of college tuition that he paid for, my dad said, what the fuck, right? What, what the fuck? And, and not only was it sports betting, but it was a social application in sports betting, which is predominantly a space where, or just a type of business that you need scale in order to ever be profitable or have any sort of revenue, mm. right? And mm -hmm. so he was, he was shit scared for me because he didn't understand the space. Now, if I had had that same conversation with you guys, you would have been like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's you go. Would have, you, would have, you would have been firing up my engines. But, um, you know, there's there's a generational difference. And, you know, we, we deal with those conversations all the time. I'm sure you guys do, too. They're, ever, they're everywhere. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, well, we kind of uh, we kind of know about chalkboard more uh, more in essence now. I'm sure we'll get more of a picture. But I know, Ted, uh, you don't do these pods all the time. So I'm gonna, I'm going to help you out here. Right. Make sure you download the Chalkboard HQ app right here, right now, mid-pod. Go either on Google Play or the Apple Play or Apple Pod Store or Apple uh, or, or Apple. Yeah, the App Store, the App Store. Son of a bitch, the App Store. Go into it. Download the Chalkboard app. Go to Twitter. Follow at Chalkboard HQ. We'll go all the way back through it at the end of the show. But I'm telling you, this man is innovating what we're doing in the industry, and uh, you guys got to come over and check it out. We have our own board on there. Hey, toot our own horn to check out talking the line board come jump in talk some shit with the boys but uh we'll get to know a little bit more about it for sure and one thing i wanted to uh to ask you here ted is that i've seen a lot lately is that the sports gaming industry is really me versus you what i've seen lately you know whether that be content creators or handicappers or whoever it might be and what I've really come to love about Chalkboard and know about Chalkboard is, is that there is more of a feel of me and you versus the books. Now, maybe people don't really understand what I mean by that. Maybe they are kind of familiar more with the me versus you kind of feel of that. Who's the best capper out there? Can you kind of explain to us and to the audience how are you and Chalkboard working to kind of change that me versus you feel? And what is kind of Chalkboard's mission behind that? Great question. Yeah. Um, and this this all comes back again to, to the founder story, to the group chat. The, what's beautiful about sports betting, and I know you guys agree with this, is it is not a zero-sum game, right? The three of us can be on the same line at the same odds, all cheering for the same results. When in daily fantasy sports, let's say, if we're playing in a GPP, there is one winner. Right. And so in sports betting, there is an opportunity to lean into us versus them, right? Yeah. Us versus the books. And so we built that into our product because that was that was our founder story. That was our group chat. We always bet on the same shit. Like we would occasionally fade Parker, but like for the most part, it was more fun. It was more fun doing it together. Oh yeah. Right. And so in building our product and like thinking about a tagline, and I know this is corny, fellas, but it's better together. Right. And so if we can build spaces for sports bettors to do it together and to win together and to share insights together that that makes for an experience win or lose that is like full of camaraderie and full of fun absolutely and that uh that us versus them motto and, and the better together motto i absolutely love that because 
you know, when you first start in, in the industry like this, it, it does feel like, oh, I got to I got to be better than everybody else. I have to be the number one handicapper. That's how everybody's going to notice me. But the more you get involved with the community, the more that, hey, we're all just trying to bankrupt these books together, the more fun you start to have. And it's like, well, hell, I was causing myself anxiety and, and not liking people for no reason. Like, hey, let's have some fun. So I absolutely love that. Again, I love what you guys are doing at Chalkboard. That's why we partner with you guys. We love the app. We love what you guys are doing. Before I get down a whole nother rabbit hole of uh, tooting your horn some more, partner, what do you got? Ted, I'm curious. I mean, you guys, we've obviously, I mean, we've uh, been checking in on you for a few months now. The last week or so, there's been some more news coming out about you guys, uh, you know, partnering with some big, uh, big names and stuff. What would you say is number one priority right now? Like top of the line priority, obviously growing the uh, community to as, you know, as big as you can possibly grow it, I'm sure is the end goal, but is the immediate growth of the community the number one priority or is it bringing in more big names or, you know, bringing in any, anyone else in any type of role to help you? Or is it the community that's trying to uh, grow immediately? Is that number one? So, so great question. Uh, we're, we're all good on names. Baron and Paul, uh, suffice to say, have been able to get us a ton of PR and, and they're great advisors to us. Um, what's, what's mission critical for Chalkboard at the moment is we need to grow our engineering team, right? Like I think there is a lot of demand for the product that we're building and we're getting a ton of great feedback from users. Um, but there are some usability concerns, which I know you guys have pointed out, like we need to make our product um, as as market leading as possible in order to do that we need exceptional talent in-house so we feel great about where we are um, but the next step for us is can we go find those rock star engineers that live sports betting the way we do right, right. as soon as right. you have those folks on your team where they're solving problems in ways that you don't even understand right that's when businesses go you know hit that inflection point and the product takes off yeah 100 and to toot your own uh, your guys's horns one thing I personally, I think Colton would agree that we've liked about you guys is that you guys, compared to some other similar competing ones, you guys at least know what, you know, people like Colton and I are looking for, as opposed to just, uh, you know, trying to put out a product and then hoping things figure itself out. You guys kind of seem to understand what is expected and what people like us want. That's, that's the biggest thing that I've loved so far about your guys' app. And, and if we don't know, Rowdy, we ask, right? Like that, right. That, that's the biggest thing for any business is if you don't know the answer to something and you need to know, let like let the users, let the customers right. tell you what to build. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. And that's, yeah, I attest with that too, Mags. I mean, that nonstop growth over there at OCB, it is uh, always happening, moving and grooving for <laughs> sure. So um, again, I, I I love what you guys are doing over there. All The whole team, everything going on, man. Uh, again, you guys out there, download the Chalkboard app for real, for real, for real. I know I've said it 50 times already, but this this is our guy. And uh, like I said, in his intro, man, he is one of the hardest working dudes we know out there. This nonstop, you know us 24-7 around the clock. This motherfucker is 28-8 or 26-8, 25-8. I, I can't even keep up with him anymore. I don't know how many damn hours he works. So I digress you know how much of a legend he is. All right, so we talked a little bit about Chalkboard. We know the man, Ted Mause. We know where Chalkboard started, where it is, where it plans to be going. I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to talk to Ted Mause, the young entrepreneur. Chasing dreams, chasing passions, knocking down fucking barricade after barricade, turning obstacles to opportunities. What would be your number one piece of advice that you would give to 
a young entrepreneur out there, a content creator up and coming, or maybe even just somebody chasing a dream or passion that might seem stupid to everybody else, but you have the delusion to want to keep chasing after it. What would you tell that person? I love that question. And, um, you know, I could, I could spin that back on you and then, and I, and I will at some point. Um, but what's interesting about our story and my story more specifically is like my context is working as an investment banker, fellas, which is the shittiest of a shit, right? Like it, it is the lowest of the low in the finance world, working insane hours, right? Like learning a ton, right? There would be no chalkboard if not for my time as a banker, as a banker. Um, but it gave me incredible perspective when that time came, when the idea arose with my buddies in that group chat to realize, hey, I don't want to be an investment banker and we have an opportunity to run at something really special, right? You, you guys know what that gut feeling is, where it mm -hmm. doesn't matter what anyone says to you, when you feel that you have an opportunity, you fucking sprint at it, right? And so the advice I would give any entrepreneur, whether you're middle of your journey or thinking about a journey, like if you have that gut feeling where like, you know, in your heart of hearts that what you're about to go do is something that win or lose is going to be a journey worth remembering and a journey that you wouldn't trade for the world. Fucking go for it. Like, like go for it, fail. Like there's a, there's a chance, there's a good chance that chalkboard fails, but I am having the time of my life. Um, and I know you guys are grinding it out too. And you guys are having the time of your lives. So as young entrepreneurs, like all we can do is celebrate those that build and those that take risks. Um, and so I guess the advice is fucking go for it. Like, I, you know, like we're, we're, we got one life where we want to work in sports. We're smart. We're going to go for it. Fuck yeah, dude. I love that. Um, that would definitely be number one spot I would go. Um, and, and honestly, pretty much the entire theme, I would say, of what, what you said there is process over product. If if you live a life worth remembering is the quote that kind of came to my head as soon as you uh, you kind of started going there. If you have something you want, something you chase after, something that that burns inside of you, the old quote: if if you have a a, a scratch, go itch it. Stop stop letting it sit there because I'm sure you can attest to this too, uh, Ted. Me and Mag sat on the the that ledge for a long time sitting on that edge, looking out over the canyon like, that's a steep fucking drop, dude. Are you sure we should fucking, I mean, maybe, like, hey, you you first, motherfucker. I'll, I'll follow <laughs> you down there. I promise I will. But that jump and then spreading your wings and, whoa, 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 I can fly. Whoa, okay, all right, let's, let's see what's good. And that process, adding one feather at a time, is what I always uh, kind of give that visual incorporated as is, I, I love where you did that because that's what I preach, man. Uh, you guys who know the show, my motivation minutes every single day on the show. It's what I preach, process over product. I mean, it, it is all about adding to you and who you are as a human being. So I love that answer, Ted. Appreciate the hell out of it. Oh, yeah, fellas. Win, win or lose, right? Win or lose. Win or lose. We're, uh, we're always going, and uh, win or lose, we still booze. So either way. Yeah. <laughs> either way. Max, what do you got over there, my man? And Ted, I'm curious. I mean, uh, you know, Colt mentioned it. Uh, as far as you haven't done a ton of these type of interviews or shows, are there any plans? I mean, you're doing fantastic. Are there any plans to get into any type of content or Just, podcasting type stuff in the future? Or do you like the role that you've been at? Uh, I, you know, I, I always get nervous in these kinds of situations, which is fine. And I got to get out of my comfort zone and we've got a PR team that's pushing me to do so. And I did get a ring light and a little webcam. So I'm officially pretty enough. To be on the <laughs> <thing> <laughs> 
um, because when I was doing it on my laptop, I looked like a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you know, part, part of building our brand and building our company means that we need to, you know, get on these stages and make a name for ourselves and do so in a way that is like authentic to who we are and the brand that we want to build. Um, so yeah, I mean, the plan is to do more shows. I'm going on a couple pause this week. Um, I went on Cheddar last Friday, which I was telling Colton Bradley was the scariest fucking experience of my life. Really? Like, it was life to me, dude. And like, there is there was no backing out when I was sitting in the waiting room. And like, if I could have pulled a plug to get out of there, uh, <laughs> if there was like a, a physical plug in front of me, I would have yanked on it. Um, but yeah, man, like we, again, we're, we're young. Like, I, I think the brand that we get to communicate, which you guys are leaning into as well, um, is we are representative of the next sports better, right? Like the next that's generation true. of sports better that's going to bet for the next 50 fucking years of our lives. And so the products we build, the audiences that you guys create for yourselves, um, we're speaking to the future. Um, and so as we're talking to publications and people are interested in talking to me, that's the only reason, right? Like we, we are young. Let's, let's lean into that. Let's be young. 100%. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. The more, the more we talk here, Ted, I mean, I know we've, uh, We've talked uh, many times outside of this, but you're a pretty cerebral fella, huh? You got uh, you got shit going on up here. You know, maybe a couple of concussions did you all right during the uh, soccer days, yeah. huh? Everything all right down there? I like it. I, yeah, well, I wear I wear a helmet when I go outside in New York City. So <laughs> hey, that's all good. I know it's hey, it's hectic out there in the big city. I get it. I understand it. So there you go. There you have it. <laughs> Speaking of being a cerebral fella. Um, one kind of final question before we wrap up here for me, uh, more on the cerebral side of things and our job or what I've said multiple times is kind of what me and mags try to do is take sports betting out of the deep, dark corners of Guido Gambino's basement. And we've said it before, shout out newbie talks, Dan Alexander, uh, first one to kind of bring it to us in that light. And it's our job. It's what we like to do. We, we like to have conversations like this and, and like, hey, sports gambling ain't that bad. We ain't involved with the mob and all that stuff and whatever it might be. So I always like to kind of ask, ask this question as well. I haven't got to ask it as many times, so I'm really excited to hear your perspective on this one. But my friend, total open floor, whatever you first, first thing comes to mind, what has been the most rewarding part of entering the sports gaming industry? Oof, that's a great question. Um, the most rewarding part about entering the industry and building a business and doing so, because I think I think they're one and the same for us, obviously. Mm. Um, I, I have met some incredible people, right? And I think there is an energy in the sports betting world because what we do is just a roller coaster every single night. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are characters and personalities like you guys that bring a new level of energy into my life. Like, dude, when we get on calls and we talk and we chat about life and about business and whatever we're doing, like you guys have insane energy that lifts me up, right? And so I give I give you guys credit. There, there are other people that I've met along the way um, that are so different than investment bankers, right? Like obviously, <laughs> that, is, that is my context, fellas. The bar was low to begin with. Um, but there, there's a famous line in investment banking that is, <clears throat> and I heard it too many times, and hopefully none of these guys are listening. Oh. Um, the, the line of, that should have been me, right? Investment bankers looking at their buddies who took risks, who went and did cool shit, who might be making more money, and that should have been me. Like, 
that's us, guys. Like, win or lose, like, people are going to look at the way hey, we're Hey, hey, that's us, guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Fuck and yeah. I, and I really feel that. And, like, again, to get back to your question, the relationships, the people, um, it is, it's an, it's an inspiring time to be in this space because of the people pushing it forward. Um, and I'm excited to, to be a part of that group with you guys. That is 150% what I would have said myself. It's been one of the best opportunities I've ever had um, to just meet new people like that. And people that I, three months ago, was looking on a show and say, wow, to ever have the opportunity to talk with that person. And now uh, we got the opportunity on Wise Words or going back and forth on Twitter. I mean, and, and they're, they're normal human beings. And that's what I'm finding out more and more and more. The more you can just be a real life human being and connect with these people on that a level because they get so few and far between opportunities to do that. I mean, it, it's just so much more fun. We and you're able to build such a stronger bond. So, man, that's that's what I always appreciated from you. First time we ever met you, Ted. Right from the jump, you were always a hundred with us, and uh, we have definitely had a blast growing with you and growing with Chalkboard. So, here's to uh, plenty of more years of that. Enough sappy shit from me, partner. Take it away if you would. My man, I am uh, just about running out of questions on my own okay. part over here. I am uh, okay. I got nothing else but to toot my man down here's horn. I mean, love the app. I've had a lot of fun with it, a lot of fun on everyone, every other different page. Uh, you know, I can't get enough of it. So I, uh, you know, need to obviously do as much as I possibly can, but I'm having a blast with the app, my man. Hey, we appreciate it, guys. And there's so much more to come on that front right and, oh yeah and the opportunity to build it with you guys like i hit you guys up for like hey like what do you like what do you not like right <laughs> so the more you can funnel feedback the more your audience can lean into feedback that's when chalkboard will get it absolutely right so thank you for for everything you've done, ah nah thank you for the app man we appreciate the hell out of it we appreciate the hell out of you i do have one final question Ooh. um we've talked a lot of chalkboard we've talked a lot of what would you say to a young entrepreneur? Well, cerebral advice, if you will. Now, son of a bitch, the last time I checked, this was a sports gambling podcast. So, <laughs> my friend, Mr. Maz, Mazze, I apologize. We all have that one team that, you know, that team that, oh, there's the stove in the corner of the kitchen and it's fucking red hot. And I know I shouldn't walk over there and slam my hand down on that repeated, but I'm going to do it anyway. We all have that team. My friend, what is that team for you? And why do you keep going back to the betting stove? For me, fellas, it is going to be the Golden State Warriors third quarter money line. <laughs> if you can take the spread, you can take the money line. I, I will close my eyes, not watch a single minute of the first half, even though I do watch. But like mentally, I don't watch. And just know that the third quarter, Steve Kerr is spitting something dangerous in the locker room come halftime because those boys just absolutely take care of business. It is the reason why I still have money in my account as a young entrepreneur mm -hmm. years building a business is the 2016 season betting third quarter Warriors money line. Like that's literally all I did guys. That's literally all I did. I so, love it. I, I absolutely love if it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. One final time to the legendary Ted Mouse, my friend. Where can we follow you? Where can we follow Chalkboard? Where can we download the app? Any other team members you'd like to shout out? All encompassing in closing for the legendary Ted Mouse. I got to start with the team. So shout out to Will, Andrew, Parker, all the guys that have worked with us on this project for the past two years, the Typhoon team that's helping us build. 
Um, I, I, the CEO of a startup guys is a cheerleader. Like I, I, I hopefully am able to put people in position that can do great work. And so far I've been able to do that, but like all of the credit goes to them first and foremost. Second of all, if you're going to download our app, it's in the app store where we got an Android version coming, Colton shouting us up on the, on the Google play store. Not yet. Our DMS are full of a, Hey, where the hell is the app on the play store? So yes, we get it. Um, and then what was the third point? I'm missing one. Uh, mm. where can we follow you? If you want and to chalkboard. follow me, and yeah, chalkboard. I don't even know what my personal handle is. Follow chalkboard, <laughs> chalkboard HQ. Bro, I, I'm not a Twitter guy. I love you, you, I, love you <laughs> I love you, man. I love you, man. Crack me up. Yeah, <laughs> follow hey, at Chalkboard. Hey, chalkboard. Not I know. Hey, chalkboard. Hey, hey, there you go. I love it. I love it. Follow at Chalkboard HQ on Twitter. Absolutely. Um, outside of that, I know we've said it about 15 million times here today, but um, my friends and uh ted thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for stopping by my man giving us your insights um your knowledge just being being young in the space and being a creator and uh just having that mindset because if you're if you're out there and you got that mindset and, and you're kind of tapping into something like that and everybody else is looking at you like you got a fucking horn growing out of your forehead and you're like dude i i i know i know this ain't fucking like i understand this there's just people don't get it but i get it trust me there's there's people out there that get it. There's people hey, out there that get it. Go for it. I got, I got one more thing to say, fellas. Absolutely. So, and, and I've told you, I, Riley, I haven't told this to you yet. Cole, and I've uh -huh. told, you, told you this personally. We have at Chalkboard HQ so much goddamn respect for the work that you guys put in every single day. We see you go live. We see the grind. We see the hustle, right? And like we're building different businesses, but it all comes from the same place. And so from one entrepreneur to two great entrepreneurs, keep fucking going because it's going to be worth it. No doubt. No Appreciate doubt you, about man. it. Full steam ahead. Same to you once again uh, to our legendary guest, quickly making one hell of a name for himself in the sports gaming industry, Mr. Ted Mouse. Don't call him Mouse, Moss, Moes, <laughs> anything in between. You better get it right, damn it. And download the Chalkboard HQ app. Follow Chalkboard HQ on twitter last but certainly not least because that sure certainly seems to me like an episode of the wise words podcast my friends degenerates gamblers ladies and gentlemen far and wide we hope you have a spectacular rest of your wednesday unless you have any other plans one final thank you to our guest of the day mr ted mouse and partner let's send him off and let's cash Oh, 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 shit, shit, shit. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Some tickets. <laughs>